Welcome to the Playmaker Podcast, a podcast for people who want to sell different. Playmakers wage war against traditional sales and win. Remember, success is just one play away. Welcome, everybody, to the Playmaker Podcast. Today, we talk, we debate, we discuss. The topic at hand is going to be, should you or should you not respond to inbound leads immediately? Now, this is, um, yeah, I mean, this came to me. I did not ask for this. This came to me. There was an article posted by Jaco van der Koo. Uh, I don't know how to say that last name, so I, I won't really try it. Uh, he posted on Sales Hacker. I'll put the link in the show notes. Um, somebody, one of my friends, uh, Jake Rennie, runs uh, some teams over at Adobe, um, commented on somebody's post and said, hey, you know, Gabe, what do you think of this? And I, I, I open up the article and... It's like it's, it's. I mean, it it's it's a meaty article. I mean, it's got a lot of pictures, but it's like twelve scrolls. Um, so I'm I'm thinking, what 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 is it? Well, there's one paragraph that's really in debate, and um, that paragraph is basically this. It says, uh, and, and you can go read the article, but I'm going to get right to the meat of it. Case in point. A client downloads a white paper and is asked for the email to receive it. The organization categorizes this as an inbound lead and follows it up as an MDR who calls up after five minutes and asks, how can I help you? The client's caught off guard and did not even read the paper. They do not want to talk to anyone yet and feel intimidated by the aggressive follow-up. Instead, organizations should direct such a non-time-sensitive development towards the outbound sales process. In this case, an SDR uses the download, nurture history, as they reach out a few days later following research, identifying relevance, presenting use case, and then offering to help. Well, the funny thing is, you guys, um, so I get I get tagged in this, and then it, you're like, oh, damn it, I got to respond, you know? <laughs> So I make I first look up um, Jacob, and I don't know if I'm saying his name right. Um, and I, I wanted to truthfully mock the guy and be like, "This guy doesn't know what he's talking about." But then I looked at his history, and I'm just pulling him up again on LinkedIn. And I mean, the guy, the guy's, yeah. I mean, he's just got a great history. I mean, he's just done a lot of stuff. So I couldn't really go after his character because he's done sales. He's done consulting. This guy's been everywhere. So, um, I did read the rest of the article and it's a very small point. The funny thing is, as people started to discuss and debate it, they started to question this idea of, of, responding to leads. Now, I, I mean, that was a very small point of his article. And truthfully, at one point, he does even kind of mention like, you know, if you do, from what I understand, what I'm reading here, at one point, he's saying, hey, if you got high prioritized leads, you should actually respond to them quickly. Um, but all the comments start kind of saying, hey, should people, should you or should you not respond quickly to inbound leads? So 
I don't want to mess with the the rest of his art. I mean, he's got great stuff, but I do want to dive in on this idea because he sparked a debate with those few paragraphs, and I feel like they deserve some more clarification. So I want to discuss lead response time and best practices. Um, and uh, l- let's just jump right in and see if we can't set the record straight. Um, as again, don't want to argue the whole thing, but I just want to should you or should you not respond to inbound leads immediately? So here's kind of my rant thoughts. And <laughs> it's funny when you actually not go after somebody, but when you kind of re- respond to somebody's article, you should probably spend more time than I did. I wrote this in a haze at like 1 a.m. last night, um, at least some of these these thoughts down. So uh, thought number one is um, res- you should respond to high-priority leads in under five minutes unless you're an idiot. Now, um, if someone comes to your website, (laughs) you may feel like that's a little bit strong, but look, if someone comes to your website and fills out a form, and that contact form is like a contact me form, um, then I, I think... Yeah, yeah, no, I'm pretty damn sure that I'm pretty sure that you sure as hell better respond to them immediately. Um... And uh, what you know? What do I mean by high high priority leads? Well, that's going to be different potentially for everybody. Um, but if you've got something that's designated like a contact us, I think you want to go with that. And truthfully, I think again, Jacob seems to agree on this concept. He does say in his article, inbound reactionary to an inbound request from a customer experiences a pain, such as a demo request, a trial sign of a pricing. This client is often interested to resolve it. ASB making this time sensitive, requiring a response in under five minutes. So that we totally agree. Um, and guys, there's good data to back that concept up. Um, inside sales labs, we've done multiple studies that confirm this and I will make sure to get that in the show notes. Um, but I won't bore you with some of the studies. The, the, the long and short of that is basically, well, I better tell you now, the long and short of it is more or less the following. Um, if you respond to a lead in under five minutes, you are 100 times, you have a 100 times greater chance of contacting them versus responding in 30 minutes. Similarly, the odds of a lead entering the sales process or becoming a qualified um, entity are 21 times greater when contacted within five minutes versus 30 minutes after the lead was submitted. Now, again, guys, that's looking at a lot, a lot of data points. So there's a lot to back that up that you got high priority leads, you you definitely need to go after them. Okay, I think we're on the same page there. Hopefully that makes sense. Number two. Finding the balance between speed and score. This is this is where I think you you got to start to you can, you don't make blanket statements, right? So don't ever say blanket statements that if someone downloads a white paper, then you um, you know you should respond in a couple of days. I I'm sorry. I mm, there's just too many situations that require probably and it depends to make like that strong of a statement. Uh, a couple that come to my mind. I'm at a company in Pennsylvania. Uh, their best converting leads came from source white paper, so they contacted them immediately. Mm. You know, I don't know. Um, I, I just don't know if that falls in the category of waiting two days for that. Another situation was at a company in New York. They got 10 inbound leads a month-ish. 
Um, <laughs> I remember these right near, right near Times Square, and they were struggling for pipeline. Um, and so, you know, they, they took every lead very seriously, and they responded quickly. Um, so... I mean, they're a little bit desperate. So it's like, should they jump on those or should they just say, you know, ah, you know what, let those guys sit for a while, let them do whatever they want. And, and maybe we'll get them in a couple of days. I mean, we got plenty of pipeline. What the hell? No, I know. I'm at a company in Los Angeles. Um, they get 35,000 inbound free trials a month. Was it 30? I think it was 35,000. So they can't respond to all of them. I mean, that's just, that's a huge amount. So they only respond to free trials that have a predictive score attached to them that are labeled, you know, A or B. So these guys take take it up a whole nother level, right? It's it's um, kind of like we were talking about before. It's like, hey, um, all of those are high priority. All thirty five thousand are good, um, according to this idea, you know, that even Yakum and I are talking about, like high priority, but. I mean, what did they have? Maybe 20 reps? I mean, 35. There's just no way to get through all those. So they had to be even more picky. So again, um, something to kind of consider. Uh, What else? Um, Austin. I'm in a company in Austin, and they were around 27,000 inbound leads a month. Um, And they never even got to white paper leads. Those stayed on a nurture track and never came into the SDRQ. Um, now don't get me wrong to, to kind of Jakob's point, um, you know, if an account executive was working an account and that happened, they happened to see that there was something going on, that something, you know, a touch had happened that may come up in the conversation, but it wasn't like a lead response strategy. Like, Hey, let's give them two days and then I'll reach out to them type of thing. Um, it was just something that they went into the nurture track if they did something more aggressive, it did go into SDRs, but it was notated on the account. Now, um, what else I got? Oh, oh my goodness. Company here locally, Salt Lake City. Um, at one point, they decide they should remove their lead response team and stop immediately responding to these leads that are generated. The solution was to send leads directly to reps uh, as part of an account-based sales motion, you know, take it slow, basically. Uh, nine months later, they totally switched back because they realized it's a huge mistake. Um, you know, again, I, I don't know how you explain that one. And I'm not saying this is for everybody, you guys. I'm just trying to say um, making blanket statements about, you know, like, hey, you shouldn't respond to inbound leads is kind of a joke because there's just there's enough examples out there that you probably want to be you know, maybe a little bit smarter about how you're thinking about that. So definitely the takeaway there, be smart. Um, know the data. Don't don't follow experience or intuition, of, you know, us, us uh, you know, saying whatever the heck we want. Um, if you want, if you want higher contact rates, if you want higher qualification rates, probably go with the go with the general data. We got hundreds of thousands of data points on that. I'd probably respond to someone quickly. Now, if your white paper leads are your best leads, I'd probably contact them quickly as well. You know, don't follow some some random people's advice. Um, if you can't get to your white paper leads, uh, then don't uh, don't try to follow up in a couple days. Um, put them on a structured marketing nurture track and wait for them to bubble up again. Um, you know, I'd say the big question is, what do your customers say? What what does your data say? Um, you know, certainly you could say sometimes there's some general best practices, and I think you've got it. Um, again, from, from our HBR study and from some, from some data bound responding to leads, but 
your your industry might be slightly different. Um, you might want to see what your data says, um, but again, try not to be biased. Go with go with kind of uh, the objectivity. Next, um, you know, in the article, he, talk, he talks about this idea of, uh, and I totally agree with it. You know, don't ever reach out and start your conversation with may I help you. Um, this is just going to be bad no matter what. And it paints a picture that if a rep gets a download white paper and just kind of calls blanketly, you know, not knowing anything and says, Hey, I noticed you, um, just downloaded something. Can I help you guys? What happened to that challenger model? Teach Taylor, take control. Look, the reason I personally download stuff, because I have a problem. If you're an expert at solving problems for the information I downloaded, I want you to tell me what the hell I'm supposed to do. That's what I want. If I hear an SDR say, may I help you? Or did you get that ebook? And that's basically all they've got. Yeah, I'm also going to throw up. I, th- I think that's ridiculous. Um, and I don't think that's ever okay. Even if it is a white paper or it is a priority lead, I think you can get into that model of, of consulting fairly quickly because you know that they downloaded it, hopefully, because they have a problem. Um, next, know this. <laughs> People who download your content will most likely never read it. Um this is funny because people act like it's a big deal if you contact someone and oh, and, and they didn't get to read the, the, the content they downloaded. You need to give them time and and, and they're going to, um, you, you know, give them a couple days and, and, and they'll get through the whole ebook or the they'll watch the replay of the webinar or um, they'll read the 70-page research report. Newsflash, people do not read. Um I know you're probably, some of you may not believe that. Even, even if you give them two days, I promise you the majority of people will not be waiting with detailed questions. Don't believe me? Great um, time time article. And there's, there's thousands of articles on this. Um, but it's an article that time, it was published in Time. It's called What You Think You Know About the Web is Wrong. Um, uh, <laughs> God, what, this, multiple stats in here that are super interesting. Um, One that I think was pretty interesting, it says, you know, a stunning 55% spent fewer than 15 seconds actively on a page. Um, uh, They got stuff about people sharing without reading stuff in here. Um, um, It's just, there's just some good data that says, even if I download, if I'm on a web page, don't think I'm like reading the entire thing. So, don't be offended uh, to call somebody because you don't think they've read something because I, I think typically or often they're not going to. Um, next, prospects rarely, if ever, want to talk to a salesperson. This is so funny because it's like you, you, I see this every once in a while and I just, I, it makes me laugh. It just makes me laugh because I hear this. Okay, when someone downloads a piece of content, you know, they don't want anyone to talk to them yet. You know, they... they um, they, they, that's what they want. Oh, are like are you are you kidding? So are prospects ever dying to talk to a salesperson? So are are you suggesting that prospects will want to talk to a sales rep later? Like oh please please call me in in two days and bug bug the hell out of me? You know it's like I don't believe that. Um, 
I just don't, you guys. I mean, prospects want to talk to a salesperson in in rare occasions um, when they call in, or maybe when they actually do do that. You know, request for contact, like contact me, uh, and that happens. It does happen occasionally. Besides that, though, I don't think prospects are anxiously waiting for you to bother them. Um, sales is about helping people understand that they need you even when they don't think they do. Um, and I that may hurt some of your feelings, but um, if you respond to someone immediately versus in three days, I... I promise you, you're not going to get hugs and kisses three days later. Let's just let's just put it at that. And and, and I'm afraid some people are acting like that's going to be the case. And it's just not. Um, all right, getting a little yin and yang here going. Um, God, how many what, how many more things do I got in my notes here? Um, uh, prospects are impressed with hustle, um, guys. I've been in the research game for a while now. Um, and and this is just from an experience, so don't take this too far and say, hey, give me the 50-page write-up on it. But one of the things that stands out a lot in our research, our lead response studies, is when we talk to people, this qualitative piece are, are around lead response. Um, and it's really relevant to this conversation. The most common qualitative answer to people responding quickly to leads is, wow. Now, yes, I say, wow, like, Wow, these guys hustle, or whoa, I'm still on my, I'm, I'm, you know, I just barely downloaded the document, or wow, um, how'd you do that so fast? Now, yes, there are people who are going to be bothered. That is just the way life is. Um, I drive a silver car, and um, someone's not going to like that. I wear my brown shoes. Someone's not going to like that. Those are terrible examples, but I, th- <laughs> I think you kind of know what I'm talking about. Um, so there's always going to be these people that don't like it, but know that they are the loud minority. And remember that sales, it's not always about making every single person happy. It's about doing what brings long-term results. And 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 I may offend some people in this. I, I wish I could say in my sales career, I've made every single person that I've cold called happy as a clam and every single person that I've dealt with in sales happy as a clam. It's just not true. I've left some dead bodies on the way. I've hurt some people's feelings. I've dropped the ball. I've ticked some people off. And um, But along the way, I've had a lot of success. So don't be afraid um, to, to bump some, you know, bump a few people, even if you're, you know, running some strategic model. And I want to get to that in just a minute. Next, um, if you're going to reach out, do it immediately. Don't wait multiple days. Some advocate waiting this, this multiple days to contact your leads without accounting for prospects, short attention span. I just feel like, um, I mentioned the data before, but all the data we have says that the longer you wait, the less chance you have of getting hold of them and that person converting into their pipeline uh, and converting into your pipeline. Um, so it, it, again, it's like, I get that it probably feels nicer to wait until the prospect is quote unquote ready, but I think the data says that that's wrong. Um, so again, if you're not going to respond, which I think there's going to be a lot of cases that you might not want to do it, especially if your data says that, you, you know, something else is going on. I don't think I'd put like in this strategy, 
in it, it would be very rare that it's like, okay, for all of my inbound leads, I'm going to respond in three days. That's going to be what I want to do because I think that's just the right thing to do because somebody wrote it in some random article. Um, it's, I do think it's, if you're not going to respond again, put them in the structured marketing nurture path and then see if they bubble up again. Um, maybe alert your account executive who's maybe already got an opportunity or has some active conversations that they can bring it in to the conversation. But I don't know if I, again, would create this you know, two-day response strategy for all leads as part of my outbound prospect. It's it just, um, I, I, I again, Certainly, probably cases that may be applicable, but I don't think I would have that be my go-to. I, I think I'd make sure that there's a, a real reason behind that, as I think through that strategy. A um, couple, a couple other ones as I look at my notes here. One that I think is probably, and, and this deserves more debate, and I've, I've been torn on it. Um, I've, I've seen companies do it different ways, but it's this account-based concept, and. Um, you know, in a lot of in a lot of cases, you guys, account based means cowboy town. It means we do whatever the hell we want whenever we want it. Um, and I don't think account based has to be just about quality. I don't think it has to just be about targeting. Um, I am a believer that a good account based, which is again a strategic selling model or a consultative selling approach, can be a balance of both quality and quantity. You can do both. You can you can still close, um, you know, a handful of deals a quarter. Um, it doesn't have to be one every five years. Um, you can still, you know, run a campaign, couple campaigns potentially every every month. You don't have to run uh, one every you know three months. So I, I think there can be a balance of quality and quantity there. Um, so just because you run an account-based model doesn't mean you need to respond slow to leads. A lot of people believe that in an account-based model, you should send leads directly to an account executive team and then let them follow up when they can as part of their larger approach strategy. Um, I'm hearing it more often, um, and it's an int- it is an interesting debate. Um, again, I'd just be cautious to apply it to every situation. So be careful. Know what your data says and act accordingly. I've now seen multiple companies get rid of inbound response teams in a quote-unquote account-based model only to regret it 6 to 12 months later because the data said it was a bad decision. And honest to goodness, if you don't believe me, hit me up on that one. I've got people you can talk to that will absolutely tell you going account-based and responding slow to leads directing them directly to the target account owner and then having them follow up when they wanted three, five days later was a bad idea based on sound data. I'm not saying that's for everybody. This one I think deserves more conversation, but don't go with blanket statements. Now, lastly, um, the funny thing is (laughs) um, the market is and has been following uh, Jakob's advice here on lead response time for years. (laughs) So I probably should not actually be even talking about this. The debate has already been settled. We ran our most recent lead response report um, uh, at the end of last year and found that the average lead response time 
for nearly 5,000. We did 5,000 audits. Was sitting at 38.35 hours. I don't even know what that translates in a minute. Uh, 38.35 hours. Okay, that's pretty close to a couple days. So just in case, you know, I noticed a lot of people read uh, that article and oh my goodness, it's like this is something like new, you know, like, hey, respond slowly to leads. And I remember just kind of reading and being like, we've been tracking this for at least a decade and it's always hovered around two days. So just in case you thought you were different by slowly responding to inbound leads, you're not, you're totally. The two day is typical average. We've done it with thousands of data points. So welcome to the general club. Um, so if that's what everybody does, you know, my advice would maybe be to, to be a little different. Um, and again, see what's best for your customers and act accordingly. So um, all in all, wanted to uh, get a little bit of a rebuttal out. There. It's not a rebuttal because, again, I think Jacob's got a media article. Am I saying Jacob, Jacob? I, I don't know. <laughs> I apologize if you listen to this. Um, I hope to meet him. Again, there's a meaty article, great things in there. He actually says you should respond to important leads quickly when it comes down to it. And I think we'd agree on a lot of things about responding to inbound leads. So please don't take his article or other articles out of context and assume that zero inbound leads should be responded to quickly because that could be dangerous to your bottom line. With that, um, if you'd like to learn more, you guys, about lead response and best practices around sales development, if you've not already checked it out, you should do it. Um, www.salesdevelopmentsummit.com. I'll put it in the show notes www.salesdevelopmentsummit.com. It is a two-day free virtual event. First day, hammering out all things management. Um, This big state of sales development study that we recently did um, is going to be a lot of the foundational elements around structure and process and technology. And then on day two, we dive into more of the rep version, how to identify and and, uh, um, contact and qualify and work with account executives. So all of these, the management and the rep flow into the two-day free virtual event. We've got 50 speakers. We're expecting a lot of people to come in. So if you want to learn more about what's working, what what people are doing um, around all things sales development, definitely tune in. And with that, (laughs) remember, um, success is just one play away.